Welcome to Tuscan Radio. My name is Drew Gretsch, and today we are talking about Star Wars news and continuing our look back at the Star Wars films this week with Attack of the Clones, movie I'm so excited to talk about. So, let's start off with the news. This news broke yesterday, and for me, this is super exciting. This is super exciting, because we heard... We heard, this is from the Hollywood Reporter, so essentially official, and this is some of the stuff that I heard too a couple weeks ago, and I'll get to that in a second, but um, we have confirmation that Hayden Christensen is returning to Star Wars in the Ahsoka series. Of course, he's returning in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series next year uh, as as Darth Vader, but he's coming back as Anakin, as Anakin Skywalker in Ahsoka. So, yeah, we don't... Of course, there are no plot details. Uh, The article states that production is going to start in early 2022. So, I'm, you know, super excited about that. So, what's, what's happening with the production of the shows right now is we have uh, in post-production, we got the Book of Boba Fett season one. And I say season one just because that's how I organize shows. I'm not saying that Boba Fett's going to get a season two. I hope it does if it's good, but I'm, I don't know know that. Uh, so post-production is Boba Fett season one and or season one, Kenobi season one. Uh, we got two shows in production. That's the Bad Batch Season 2 and the Mandalorian Season 3. And then in pre-production, we have The Acolyte Season 1, as well as Ahsoka Season 1. And in development, we got Rangers of the New Republic and Lando. And, you know, there are those other one or two shows, because there's nine. Yeah, so we know there are 11 shows in development. We know of nine of them. With the nine I just mentioned. Got eight live action shows in Bad Batch Season 2. And then... What are, what are the last two? What are the last two? I think there's a Finn series. I, I'm a believer in that Finn series. Um, so, hopefully, like, that's something that comes in from Lando. You know, like, we get, the, we get to see John Boyega return in the Lando series, and that uh, sets up his own show set after The Rise of Skywalker. And then, you know, I think also a Dr. Aphra series could be a, a part of the Mandoverse. Um, s- setting up Thrawn's return with Moff Gideon. I think that would be super, super cool. Um, but this was cool for me. This was cool for me. Um, I actually heard that Hayden is coming was coming back about six or seven weeks ago. Um, for, for those of you who, who, who don't know, I, I live in the suburbs of, of Chicago. And for those of you who listen to the Rebel Force Radio Star Wars, Star Wars podcast, I, uh, actually live super, super close to Jimmy Mack. Um, like I go to the same school that his sons went to and 
I recently became a Patreon, a, a patron of RFR, and there was a Galloping Ghost meetup, uh, which is a local arcade, and uh, it was myself and a friend, we got to talk to Jimmy Mac, and he told us that like, he heard that Hayden would be returning for the Ahsoka series. He didn't know how or like how that was going to happen, but he did know that that was true, and now we know that that it is. So that was that's just a little fun story for those of, of you who listen to RFR. Uh, that was this should be cool for you, I I, I guess. Um, but yeah, so what do I think Hayden's going to do in Ahsoka? I think that this is going to be. I think it's just one episode. One or two. I, I don't think he has a big part in the show at all. I just really want to see. You guys know. Ahsoka Tano is my favorite Star Wars character. Ahsoka is my Luke Skywalker. You know, because I, I grew up with Clone Wars. You guys know that Clone Wars is what made me a Star Wars fan. So Ahsoka is my favorite Star Wars character. And I've always loved the character of Anakin Skywalker. And being able to see, knowing, knowing that in, what, 15, 16 months, we will be seeing live-action Ahsoka and live-action Anakin together is uh, beautiful for me. Like, that, that, to me, is... You know, hearing that Harrison and Mark and Carrie are going to be in Star Wars Episode 7. Like, that, that's what that is for me. So, I just... Because, I mean, at this point in the timeline, Ahsoka still thinks that Anakin died as Vader. She doesn't know that he turned back to the, to the light. So, that's something I really want to see in the show. I really want to just see like 20 or 30 minutes of them and just, or you know what, give me a full episode, give me a full episode of Anakin and Ahsoka just talking. I would love that. I would love that. So that's what I think is, is going to be happening in this episode of the Ahsoka series. I also really want Ahsoka to meet Luke. I really want Ahsoka to meet Luke. Um... Oh, I know it'd be so cool to get some Clone Wars flashbacks. I think we know we're getting some Clone Wars flashbacks in the Kenobi series. And that could be, you know, just the Ahsoka flashbacks could be building off of what we see in Kenobi. And then we can get a, a live-action Ahsoka, and then Ewan returning, and Hayden also for a couple scenes in the Ahsoka show. I'd love that so much. I would really, really love that. Uh, we have some news about the Acolyte. Uh, this is just, you know, some more confirmation. Uh, Bespin Bolton, which is very reliable, says that the Acolyte is still set to start filming February 2022 at Pinewood Studios in London. So, yeah, you know, my release schedule prediction does not change. We're getting Boba Fett uh, in December. That's going to run weekly, eight episodes. We're then going to get, I think, Andor in, uh, I 
late February, early March. And that's going to run to mid-May. Late May, no, mid-May to late June. We'll, we'll be getting Kenobi, six episodes. And then from early July to early October, or mid-October, we'll be getting The Bad Batch Season 2, 16 episodes probably. Just if, if they do what they do with, with Season 1, it'll be 16 episodes in Season 2. And then October through December, we'll be getting The Mandalorian Season 3, 8 episodes. You might get a little time off, about a month or so. And then in February 2023, we'll get The Acolyte. And we'll get Soka, and then probably Rangers, and then Lando. And then we'll have Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron, uh, there were a lot of Disney uh, date changes this week. Uh, a lot of MCU movies got pushed back. Eternals is still set for November 5th. Spider-Man is still set for December 17th. But everything else, except for Guardians 3, got pushed back. And that has nothing to do with COVID or IATSE. It's, I really think that has to do with just, there's one thing that's going to put, there's one problem that they're having on on a set that's just pushing everything back. And that might be, you know, the, the, the design of something or visual effects are taking a, like longer than they should be. And that's just like, all right, that's just enough to delay all the movies. But... It wasn't just MCU that was affected. Indiana Jones 5, which I, I know it's not Star Wars, but it's still Lucasfilm. Um, you know, Indiana Jones, though, those are the dreams of Han Solo when he's in Carbonite. Indiana Jones 5, which is filming, it is filming, was delayed from July 29th, 2022. So we were pretty close to it. It was delayed to June 30th. 2023 it's a whole nother year it's only one more season no it's on it's like four more seasons three more seasons um but yeah so we gotta wait another 11 months to see harrison ford return like i i get it i, I like they're gonna have the extra time to work on the movie but they're filming they're filming um they should be almost done i think like, by the end of the year, because they, they, they've been shooting since June. They've been in production since June. And then there's other... I mean, Harrison just got in, in, injured on, on set again. Again, he, he got injured on the set. So, they had to shut down for that. Um, yeah, you know, guys, I'm super excited to see what... How James Mangled ends Indiana Jones... Because Logan is a beautiful movie. I love the Logan movie. And I can't wait to see what he brings to the Indiana Jones franchise. And we will absolutely be covering the first three movies. I'm, I'm just kidding. We're, we're going to do all four. Do all four. Uh, in the run-up to the new one. Might, you know, talk a little bit about the young Indie Chronicles if they're on a legal streamer. But yeah, uh, then we'll also be talking about Willow next year because the Willow Dis- Disney Plus series is in production right now. Uh, ho- hopefully we'll get some news about that for Disney Plus Day uh, in three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Um, speaking of Disney Plus Day, we know that on November 12th, there will be a 
new documentary special out on Disney Plus. Um, Under the Helmet, The Legacy of Boba Fett. And I feel like that is going to give us a trailer because we're super close to this show coming out. Um, next Friday is going to be two months until the show comes out. So that's me super saying. Like a month ago, we got a release date. It's been a fast month. Hopefully the next two months go pretty quickly. And then we can just get Boba Fett. We can get back to weekly Star Wars. But yeah, that's going to be... I'm excited to get Star Wars back. You know, because... Mando, we were like, was awesome, and then it was like, oh, it's over, but we got some Marvel shows, and I, I love the MCU, guys, you guys know, I I love the MCU, if you're also a Marvel fan, go and check out another Marvel podcast, we're covering Spider-Man movies right now, I'm gonna go record Spider-Man 2 episode right after recording this, and then there's The Bad Batch, you guys know, I like The Bad Batch, I didn't love it. I didn't love the show, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed that series. But a 16-episode season can run a little long. It, it can run a, a little long, and especially because it's, it's animated, you guys know. I have nothing against animation. Clone Wars is what made me a fan, as I've already said in this episode. Clone Wars is what made me a Star Wars fan. So there's no bias toward animation, but... It's just different when it's live action, you know? It's it's just different when it's live action feels more like a part of the Star Wars universe. Just in my opinion. In my opinion. But yeah. Super excited for, to get Star Wars back. Next year is going to be awesome. And 2023 is going to be awesome. And that's all we know about. I think we only know about shows through 2023. I, I like that. I don't think it's, like, movies where you got to announce, like, three years ahead. I think you can just keep... Like, I think at um, Disney Plus Day this year, they might announce another show or two. Just take us through, like, the middle of 2024 or something. And then next year, they'll, they'll announce, like, four new shows or, like, two new shows and renew two others. I don't know. But, yeah, um... But Disney Plus Day, I'm super, super excited for it. Uh, next, we got some news about The Mandalorian season number three. And Sasha Banks, who of course played Casca uh, Reeves in season two, she said that she is not returning for season three she says that she's not come back this year uh let's see if i can find the quote this stuff's all about smackdown and other wrestling things all right uh well, i mean i don't really know and i'm just gonna talk about this until i get there but there's uh here we go um Uh, where is it? Uh, whatever. Um, oh yeah, she says, first of all, thanks for trying to get that out, but I'm not on the next season. But it, it, it was incredible being on The Mandalorian, on Star Wars, to be on a franchise that is so huge and so loved. 
ju- just look at the reception from fans outside of the WWE universe. It was the best feeling of all time. The project, the projection of that show was was overwhelming. I legit felt like I was in a galaxy so far, far away. I felt like I was on a different planet. I don't know if like I believe her though. Because last year, after the heiress came out on my birthday, by the way, November thirteenth, um, after the heiress came out. She said that she was not going to appear in season two again. And then she was in the season finale. She was in the season finale. So I just don't really, I, I don't believe her. I don't believe her, especially with this next story we're going to talk about. So, you know, and with, I think, the world of the Mandalorian growing, or the galaxy of Mandalorian growing, and this lore they're building out, I, I think they're going to need some more you know, Mand- M- Mandos that that we recognize in addition to, you know, Din Djarin and Lady Bo-Katan and Boba Fett, of course. But this is really cool. This is really, really, really cool. So this is from the Star Wars Leaks subreddit. This was posted on Thursday by you slash pure Beskar. And Pure Beskar says, Mandalorian S3 filming scenes with around 75 Mandalorians, including fan-made costumes. So, this person has released new details on Mandalorian Season 3. Here's a summary. The Mandalorian is preparing to film a sequence for the third season of the series. The sequence is currently casting actors and finding creative ways to use fan costumers to fill around 75 different Mandalorian suits of armor. The featured Mandos will be played by local actors, where, whereas the background moments will use costumers from the fandom. These 75 Mandos are also set to, this, to do some armor swapping of pieces to create even more variants to be seen on screen. He saw samples in various forms. Some of the armors have, in quotes, Boba Fett vibe. Their armor is patchwork with different colors and pieces. The next section is described as rumors, well, the, the previous ones he called facts. So this next part's rumors. Disparate individual Mandalorians from around the galaxy answer a call Din Djarin sends out to the galaxy for help. Din Djarin's legend is growing throughout the galaxy as rumors of a true Mandalore returning is, is heard throughout the galaxy. When Din makes the call, it is answered by more Mandalorians than, than you ever could have imagined. He saw a few pieces of red armor from Maul's Mandos in the Clone Wars. There were also some clan symbols he recognized and some he never saw before. He thinks this is a unifying moment for Mandalore where the past is left behind and they move forward, but is sure that there's a lot of missing context here. I don't need any more context. This is amazing. So let's start at the beginning. 75 Mandalorians. Local actors and they're using costumers from the fandom. So... I'm sure you guys know, there are a lot of uh, Star Wars fan groups, you know, uh, who do charity work and just other fan things in homemade, screen-accurate costumes. We saw this used uh, back in the first season of Mandalorian in uh, Chapter 7, The Reckoning, 
and Chapter 8 Redemption. All of Moff Gideon's stormtroopers were played by members of the 501st Legion. So those were all fans. It looks like they're using the man the, the Mandalorian mercs here. Um, like they're gonna get to see their Star Wars, you know, cosplay in a show. I absolutely love this. I love how how just you can really tell that this show is just so incredibly Star Wars. It's so incredibly Star Wars. I think that the Mandalorian is the most Star Wars thing we've ever gotten. And I know that it's an unpopular thing to say, but I truly believe that the Mandalorian is the most Star Wars thing we've ever gotten. Ever. Like, when I think of Star Wars now, I think of the Mandalorian. And I think of the journey that Din Djarin has gone on throughout these first two seasons. That's what I think of when I think of Star Wars now. I, I really do just think of these characters created by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Just how excited I am for the future. So let's get into some of these rumors about the plot details surrounding this. I, so this is clearly a season finale type thing. This is clearly going to be in chapter 24 or chapter 32, depending on if, because we heard rumors a couple weeks ago that, um, that the book of Boba Fett is being treated so much like, um, the Mandalorian, like season 2.5 that like they're continuing the chapter titles from, Chapter 16, The Rescue. Like, we're getting, like, Chapter 17. That's Boba Fett Episode 1. And then when we get to Mandalorian, Season 3 will be on Chapter 25. So, yeah. Um, but, anyway. Whether this is in Chapter 24 or if this is in Chapter 32. This is gonna be a season finale type thing. This is not going to be an episode 4 or 5 or 6. This is going to be episode 8. Uh, didn't, this just sounds like, you know, what happened at the Battle of Crate. You know, Leia sends out a distress signal. No one comes. We know from the book, uh, Resistance Reborn, that the First Order was, like, blocking the signal. It didn't get out. Um... And when it, the place where it did get to, they could not leave because the First Order was there. Um, but it looks like that's not the case here. You know, the Legend of Din now with the Darksaber, I absolutely love it. Like, I really hope that, like, Din becomes the true Mandalore. Like, he, if he becomes, like, a new Mandalore, that would be... That'd be awesome. That would be so awesome, and I just... I really cannot wait to see where these stories go. I actually had a theory this morning about the about the series finale of The Mandalorian. Alright. I'm imagining... Please guys, just bear with me here. Because it's going to sound pretty sad. 
when Ben's... So, right, so like, I'm just gonna... I, I don't know when Grogu's gonna show back up. I really don't know when Grogu's gonna show back up. I don't... I, I don't even know if he's gonna be in Season 3. I really hope he is. I, I think that they know they have something really special with Grogu. Like, people... A, a lot of people kept watching this show because of little baby Yoda. Okay. A lot of people kept watching the show because of baby Yoda. And they've now like gotten rid of him. Well, they haven't gotten rid of him. He's just off training with Luke. And there, there was a lot of time left. I think there's like, what? We're five years after return Jedi. Uh, we're like 19 years away from, Ben destroying the temple, or 18 years if season 2 is a year after season 1. But let's just say we get to the to that point. Let, let's just say we get to that point. What if, you know, Grogu is hiding in, like, sort of some sort of shelter the way that Din was, that, w- that we saw all throughout season 1? In that Clone Wars flashback. And then. There's like. A crap. There's like a, a, an explosion or something. And a Knight of Ren. Or somebody just opens it up. Opens up a thing. And then. No no that wouldn't work. Because it couldn't be the exact same way. But like if Grogu's like hiding out. In some little shelter. And then. The door opens, and we think it's Kylo Ren about to kill Grogu. And then we just see Din, and then we hear that, like, guitar Mandalorian theme. Like, how awesome would that be? Like, seriously, how awesome would that be? I'd be like, this is... That's a full circle moment right there. That's a full circle moment. And I really want to see it. I really, really want to see it. But yeah. um, And this also does sound a bit like a series finale type event. Reclaiming Mandalore. You know, we, we, we heard rumors that season three might be the final season of Mandalorian. But you know, and, and what I said about that was... Look at the MCU. Look at the MCU and how they built it around Tony Stark. Tony was, you know, he he got three movies. The first two, of course, directed by Jon Favreau. And then the third movie was the final of the Iron Man series. There were all there were all, always rumors of an Iron Man 4. It never happened. And but like Tony Stark still lived on. We still got to see Iron Man for another 6 years until Avengers Endgame. Including Avengers Endgame. So he stuck around for another 6 years after his last movie. And I really think that would be the same thing that happens with Din Djarin. I, I think we're going to be seeing Din in um, the Book of Boba Fett. 
uh, I think he might make an appearance. Uh, I don't know if he'll, he'll he'll make an appearance in, in Rangers. I really don't. I I think it's possible that he makes an appearance in Ahsoka. Which, by the way, this this thing right here, uh, this quote. There were also some clan symbols he recognized and some he never saw before. This seems like it's something that Sabine would hear about and Sabine would go to. Sabine is traveling with Ahsoka. We might then see Ahsoka at the Mandalorian Season 3. You know, I, I think that would be awesome. I think that would be awesome. Just really tying this, the, these four shows together. That'd be great. That would be so, so great. But... That is all the news. Oh, uh, well, actually, Rosario Dawson did confirm Hayden's appearance um, in the Ahsoka series. She posted on, on Instagram last night, and she deleted this immediately after. But she posted, uh, and I don't know what the picture was, but the caption read, Sky Guy, they know, see you soon, snaps. I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> um... But yeah, so, Hayden Christensen, I think, is confirmed for Ahsoka. I'm going to go also, you know, Mina Masoud as Ezra Bridger. It's probably also confirmed. Because remember, she posted that on, on her Instagram uh, a couple months ago. So, yeah. That's super exciting. Super, super exciting. Um... Yeah, let's just move on talking about the movie now. Let's talk about episode two, Attack of the Clones. So, full spoiler alert for Attack of the Clones. This is a movie, you guys know, I love the prequels. I'm from that that generation, I love the prequels. I love the story of them. They're, you know, they really are just so enhanced by the Clone Wars. The the series and the movie also, I guess. Which we, we will be talking about the um, Clone Wars movie in about two weeks. So watch out for that. But having... You know, I and, and I'll t- talk about this more next week, but I watched Revenge of the Sith this week to get ready for next week's podcast. And I haven't seen... You know, any big Clone Wars arcs for a while. I've just been watching some random episodes here and there because I love Clone Wars. And watching the three prequels back to back, it did feel abrupt. And of course, I do have the context, but it still felt abrupt. Um, you know, and George, I think, tried to make this movie a little bit, you know, just setting it up. Sadding up. I think George really learned a lot from The Phantom Menace. If I'm being honest, I don't know which one's better. Because these are movies just aren't that good, the first two. But Revenge of the Sith just really brings up the prequels for me so insanely much. And having, you know, he... he this movie has a lot more action than The Phantom Menace. Um, there's a lot less Jar Jar than The Phantom Menace. Um, still the terrible dialogue. and But worse here, it's all romantic, you know? 
I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere. Not like you. Everything's soft and smooth. <laughs> and, and I don't blame Hayden at all. I in no way blame Hayden. Hayden delivered the performance that George wanted him to deliver. Okay? Hayden delivered that performance that George wanted. He did his job. He did his job. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the vision of these movies, and like, as I said, it's so hard to review them because I really hate talking negatively about Star Wars. I really hate talking negatively about Star Wars. But this is a movie that I re- there aren't that many good things in it other than all the memes and stuff. Like, I mean, you know, when I, when I saw that, when, when I saw the scene, the movie, um, I just said, you know, like visible happiness, visible confusion, you know, just stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love the mis I've always loved the mystery of attack of the clones. I, I've always loved the mystery of it. And I've always loved Count Dooku. I think Count Dooku is very underutilized in these films. Dooku's very un- underutilized. So, just the, uh, I always enjoy that little bit of Count Dooku that we get in Attack of the Clones and in Revenge of the Sith. Um, but yeah, there's really not all that much... I really have to say about Attack of the Clones because I said I hate talking negatively about Star Wars. I hate talking negatively about Star Wars. I I love Star Wars. And I enjoy all of Star Wars. I always find something to love in all these films and shows. You know, um, most of my Star Wars hot takes are about resistance. They're usually about resistance because I... You know, Resistance is absolutely the worst Star Wars show. I don't think it's as bad as everyone else says it is, though. I really don't. It's not great. It's Star Wars for kids. And I understand, like, Star Wars has always been for kids. But there's a lot of, you know, there there is a difference. There are different age levels for kids. You know, if, if, if that makes sense at all. So, yeah, I really don't have that much else to say about Attack of the Clones. I enjoyed this movie a lot for for what it is. I always think the prequels are just fun to watch with a bunch of friends. You know, because you, you sit through The Phantom Menace and you sit through Attack of the Clones and you just laugh at them. And you get to Revenge of the Sith. Get to Revenge of the Sith. And it's like... This is what George wanted to do. And you can really tell. Revenge of the Sith is the movie that George wanted to make. I'll be talking a lot more about Revenge of the Sith next week. Because that is my favorite in the saga. My favorite in the saga. Uh, Not my favorite Star Wars movie though. And we'll talk about that one in a couple weeks here. So. 
Yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I'm Drew Gratch. Check out another Marvel podcast. If you're a Marvel fan, go and check out our Twitter at Tuscan Radio Pod. And yeah, go watch Dune this weekend. Dune is, is seriously awesome. Uh, Oscar Isaac is great in it, and there's a pretty fun Star Wars reference a couple minutes in the movie. So yeah, and, and Dune was always a huge inspiration on Star Wars. It always has been. So make sure you go and check out Dune in theaters and on HBO Max. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. I'm Drew Gretsch. The Force will be with you always. I have spoken.